On this week's episode of The Smoke Break, we talk with comedian Amelia Evans about imposter syndrome and pain as it relates to artistry. Episodes drop on Spotify every Sunday after they air and Wednesdays on YouTube. And we are here with The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon. What's poppin'? Zoe Schwartz. Hi. <laughs> and Amelia Evans. Hi. Yo, I'm so excited to have Malik back. So I was just so excited to have you back that I was Aww. like, <laughs> Thanks, we'll, we'll get to you in just a second. Yeah. But Amelia Evans, you are our guest this week. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm a stand-up comic in Portland, Oregon here, but I moved here from Buffalo, New York about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just been doing comedy for about three years. I love it so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you have some like really funny jokes just even in regards to mental health. So that's why I'm really excited to have you here. So yeah, thanks. Honor to be here. Yeah. So Zoe, uh, first topic, you're going to you're going to go ahead and lead this one. I'm super excited. I got this. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So we were talking about imposter syndrome and how that comes up sometimes when we're trying like new things or for me, like I experienced it with starting working as a therapist or when I first started comedy. Mm-hmm. I find it like for me, often when I pursue something that I was afraid of, but I really, really wanted, and then I start to be have success or be put in a position where I'm being trusted with whatever this is. Yeah. And then I start to be like, wait, I don't belong here. Why am mm-hmm. I doing that? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, but we worked so hard, I or whoever yeah, you know, had that yeah. experience, you work so hard to get where you're at, and then you find reasons to doubt yourself. And I was just thinking that's sort of how it's been for me. And I was sort of wondering, like, how does that show up for you with art or with work? Or does that re- resonate with you at all, Amelia? That definitely resonates with me. I feel like I definitely experience that in terms of work. Like, I don't really love working. Like, I do comedy, but I also have, like, a regular job. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I don't want to, like, push myself to have actual, like, career aspirations. Mm-hmm. Or, like, push myself to do things with comedy that I know are going to, like, help me move on to the next level. Yeah. Or, like, posting more reels or doing things that I know are going to help my career. It, like, freaks me out. Sure, <laughs> and sure. I'm like, well, I'm not good enough to do that yet. Like, why would I put out my content from my first three years of comedy? Like, everybody says you're not good until your 10th year or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. that's a lot of jokes in between. Yeah. Not yeah. that I think I'm horrible now, but right. I know I'll be better eventually, so why should I start mm. now? Like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you, do you have any, like, sense of how you push through it? Like, or no. how you've overcome it? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I just got the actualization. Yeah, phase. yeah. <laughs> I've realized I'm doing it. But I think, I don't know, I just keeping, like, writing and trying to write more jokes, I figure mm-hmm. the more jokes I write, the better I'll get. So I just try to push it. But this year, I am going to try to post more reels. Like, that's my goal yeah. is to oh, be yeah. more consistent with posting and, like, recording myself not just audios that i'm gonna like listen to in my car on the way yeah, to sets. Yeah, like yeah. actual I stuff to put just out need to remember these jokes real quick yeah, um, just, totally. i'm, I'm yeah. curious does um putting in the time and the effort and the consistency does that make you feel any less like an mm. imposter yeah uh, yeah, I feel less impostery when I'm hitting all the mics and getting out yeah. there and yeah. like practicing and writing and stuff. But if yeah. I have like a bad mental health stretch where I like can't leave the house mm-hmm. or feel too overwhelmed that I'm like, I'm not even a comedian. Right, right. Really, yeah. Who am I? That. Well, yeah, I was I was actually going to ask you about that just because it's it's I guess if you're being validated by doing it a lot, do you feel like the opposite is also like you're being demotivated by not doing it as much? Oh, totally. 
Yeah. yeah. Very East Coast energy is to be like, you have to be out every night every grinding night. multiple nights a week. Like, yeah. if you're not doing Ignoring five nights a night, friends. don't have a life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, And I wonder it, how much is too much? Like, at what point are you doing too much of, of what it is that you need to be doing to mm. where you actually need to not be doing that? Yes. Much? Where coffee doesn't help anymore. Yeah. That's yes. when you know you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm on my third coffee of the day and it's not even like... You <laughs> This to, isn't you helping. You need to take a break. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sure, this is my seventh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Sleep would be the only thing that would wake me up more, honestly. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I think I could I could relate to that absolutely. And but I think also you just like sitting like you like when I asked if you felt like you had a way to push through it or and you were like, no. But I think just being <laughs> with, no, but a lot of the big part of no like working on things is being aware of them, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. if something you're like, I don't know why this is feeling weird for me, and you're like, oh, maybe because I'm doubting myself, even though I deserve this. No, how do I, you know, mm-hmm. just knowing that and being present with it can be really valuable. Yeah. Yeah. I think if I can acknowledge like, oh, well, this feeling is because of this. So I can just disregard that. Like, it's like when you meet someone and they tell you an opinion, but like you don't care about their opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I hear you. But like you can like easily like push yeah. that thought down if yeah. you know where it's coming from. And yeah. you can be like, totally. that place is bullshit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This person yeah. that is in my head is bullshit. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely. thought it was like an old voice. Mm. Like in a, like your old voice in your new self or your new. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how I think of it. And you're like coming up with, with responses in the shower with to your old self like <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> no. that negative person yeah. I don't know her yeah so it sounds like it can be really helpful uh, dealing with imposter syndrome um, to sort of attack the self to or maybe attack isn't the right word uh, yeah. edit the self talk revise yeah. the way that we mm-hmm. look at ourselves and we talk to ourselves Yeah, because um, you're probably telling yourself like I don't belong here I'm not good enough you mm-hmm. should choose someone else but what if you're like I am working on getting as good as I want to be. Mm-hmm. I am practicing these things. Even if you're not, like, just say you are. And yeah. maybe you yeah. actually will. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of have a joke similar to that where okay. it's the one that I showed you earlier. It's like how I try to reframe negative things that I experience. Like, I deal with, like, panic attacks. Uh-huh. So I have yeah. this joke where I bring up, like, oh, when I talk to new people I date, I don't call it, like, I have panic attacks. I call it giving them the frazzle dazzle (laughs) 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 because you have to just, I don't know, like it's just giving you something like positive because it's like, it's just part of who I am. Like I'll have like parts of my life where I'll have more and I'll have less. Yeah. That's just how it is. Well, and I think, you know, like we talked about it last time, just like the the story that we tell ourselves Mm -hmm. is like super important because it's like, if you tell yourself that this is a panic attack or that it's a bad thing or it's a bad thing every single time, then, you know, reframing it is what allows it to have the the opportunity to be, you know, like maybe a yes in these moments. Yes, I am heightened, but like I also have a higher awareness and that that uh, observational ability makes me a funnier person. Like just being able to reframe it, I think. Uh, helps us, you know, deal with it in a healthier way. Yeah, I had Absolutely. that thought while I was having a panic attack. <laughs> See? Yeah, exactly. So introspective. <laughs> introspective. No, in a good way. I think being introspective well, is a good thing. Yeah. I think it is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, and I like that you were talking earlier about, like, feeling nervous about the reels and stuff, because it's like, I remember when I first started comedy, I think I had done it for maybe like two years and like I still wouldn't call myself a comedian. Like we would go to places mm. and they'd be like, oh, you guys all comedians? And I'd be like, oh, you know, I, I do comedy. Like, but I wouldn't, yeah. but for me, it was oh, be- I do comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it was like, I wasn't ready to identify myself as that. So it was because it was, it was like, I, I don't know about the label, but yeah, I can, I can relate with that imposter you were syndrome. A closeted 
comedian. I was closeted and a comedian, but yes, you are. You Other are people correct. probably knew, and yeah. you didn't yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I at least knew I was a comedian. Uh, I was sure of that much. The rest I learned later. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I was thinking about like with like I think maybe imposter syndrome is because it is so important. The thing is really important to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like maybe it's a sign that like we are doing something that's hard because we really care about it and we don't want to fuck it up. Like that's yeah. kind of how yeah. I try to think about it sometimes. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. Actually, I wanted to say this lyric to somebody earlier, um, but it was just like uh, a knot up in your stomach means that something real's coming. I'd rather feel that than feel nothing. Ooh, and it's yeah. like, that is a, a feeling that I would try so hard to avoid, but it's like, right. now it's something that I feel like I'm chasing where yes. it's just like, no, then now I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. Did you write that? No, that was not me. That uh, was not me. That was just said, Mac yeah. Lethal. Mac <laughs> Lethal. Uh, <laughs> Shout out Mac Lethal. Yeah. But, crazy. yeah. I think with performing art too, specifically, like that's another thing that came to my mind is like, well, I wonder how you guys deal with this. Like the idea that like, we're supposed to have this like intimate relationship with our art, right? You're not supposed mm. to, but like that we, we, we kind of do. do. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's an outlet, but also when you do an art form that is like received by other people and that's part of how you evaluate it. Like, mm. how do you, do you ever like struggle with that balance or do you ever think about that? Like, how you lo- think about your comedy or oh yeah like i don't know i don't like i don't like listening to comedy that I, like i do like like i don't or i think i like i just recently watched nikki glazer's new special okay. uh, good clean filth okay. and when i was watching it i was like these are like the jokes that i write and i fucking love it like yeah. i was it was like a first it's time fitting it to myself yeah. though yeah, like, that's in cool. the past i was like oh i don't really like her like yeah. she just does blah or like i'm very I, I, it's very easy to fall into that like trap of like, oh, this comic only does this and I don't like that. So, yeah. I, you know, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. But I like went in for it and I was like, damn, this is like really good. That's- and I felt like it affirmed yes. my own joke writing style to nice. be like aspirational, to just have these like good like filthy jokes like yeah. just good jokes though well i think that you know being able to like see yourself and like the thing that you want to do in something else like that is inspiring where it's just mm-hmm. like you know like i've had people compare my music to to blank or blank and like being able at first i think i was offended but then i think i was almost more flattered that like they listened to what i did in this other thing that like is more known or more popular or just also came to their mind like it's and I also really enjoyed what you said about the uh, like not wanting to write certain kinds of jokes. Like mm-hmm. I do puns. I, I fucking hated puns. <laughs> like I, I, I'm not. I do puns, and I don't think like I'm not like oh, you know, what do you mean they're the the lowest form of comedy? I know. I can't stop writing. You're so good I can't at the lower. They, what do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they, they keep coming to my mind, and I don't know what to do with them. But I think you know, once I kind of just embraced that and was just like, hey, this is part of like my writing process. This is you know, these jokes are going to keep coming regardless. Um, so you know. was there like a, a pun lord for you that sort of got you inspired? <laughs> Mitch Hedberg. Oh, Mitch yeah. Hedberg and Steve, King, R- Stephen Wright. Yeah. King of the puns. And how do you not want to be like them? They're amazing, right? If you think about yeah. it, like, think about someone else doing it. Puns are the shortest jokes. That's mm-hmm. why people don't like them. They're effective mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. short and they're like witty. They're witty and people yeah. don't like witty because they're mm. like, mm. it's that little kid on the Polar Express with that annoying... <laughs> voice like that's witty like it's annoying but it's good it's the shortest joke i know one joke that's shorter than a pun ready okay 
That's such a good one. Mike doesn't know this about me yet, though, but I'm very immature. It would have been better if you like reached into your shirt and like. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I respect the hustle. (laughs) More efficient. I was writing that for a long time. Yeah, yeah, for real. You're like credit onomatopoeia. I mean, (laughs) I can tell you've been trying it open, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Your delivery's. It's gotten a little better. Yeah. <laughs> but like I guess like in 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 terms of like uh imposter syndrome like what's something that recently I guess you felt imposter syndrome for but like you're feeling less so now. Me? Yes, please. Well, I think with like school and that was actually what they started using that when I started hearing that word a lot is mm-hmm. like my supervisor like at my first internship the first year of school and the second year they were like oh you're going to experience imposter syndrome and I was kind of like mm, that's not like a, I hadn't used that language before. Yeah. Also I've never been in a position where I was doing something that I was like that really yeah. wanted and that scared you cared. of and yeah, worked yeah. really hard for. So anyway, but that, yeah, so I think it uh, comes up like in school and that's how it came. I totally forgot why <laughs> the beginning of your question. Was. No, no, no. Just like uh, someplace that imposter syndrome has showed up, okay. but like you recently conquered. Okay. It. So I did. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if I've conquered it, but okay. I, I can relate to it differently and I'm yeah. seeing it as a sign that I'm doing, like I said, doing the thing that I really love and I'm excited about and I'm take it seriously yeah. and yeah. so it's not a bad thing it's a sign that I care well and I reframe. think that it's cool that you and Amelia kind of both came to the same conclusion of like me reframing it as me making progress on it so yeah and that ties into the way we talk to ourselves too absolutely absolutely um what about you Malik what's what would you say is like something with like imposter syndrome where you're just like I don't feel like I'm this person but maybe I am you know uh I got I got some praise from my supervisor recently um okay that congrats thank well thank you i appreciate it uh she had just told me something like very in passing very like just as a matter of fact like it's completely not a big deal said that like i'm one of she didn't say one of she said i'm the best advocate which uh just so you know i'm a, a youth advocate with high school students and she, she just says that casually in passing, and yeah. then blah, blah 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 blah, and these other things I need yeah. to do. I'm like, whoa, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. Let's cool. go back a second. Focus on what you just said. So when I heard it in that moment, I mm. think it felt more like uh, she's just saying that so that like mm. I'll be more willing, work to harder. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're about to ask me to do something, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't bullshit but, um, me. But just through showing up and doing the things that I know I need to do um, and just being honest with how much I know that I need to show up and trying to push myself to do that. I'm like, dang, you know what? Like, maybe I'm not an imposter. Maybe she's not lying to me to make me feel better or to make me work harder. Maybe I am really just like good at my job. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's super That's dope. A conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or everybody's. I know. <laughs> Isn't it wild? Our minds. You. I'm just waiting Welcome for the rug to, the to get pulled show. from under. We give so many people so much credit to people for their creativity to mess with us when yeah. we get yeah. Oh, dude, for real. Like, <laughs> it was literally like, I was having like a, a really hard time, like mental health wise. Like I was having like delusions and stuff and I was talking to my boss and uh, I was like yeah man like ever since like it turned to New Year's I've just been having these really bad delusions and like I just feel like everyone's messing with me and uh, she's like so you think that everyone just set their clock for New Year's and was just like let's fuck with Zane (laughs) and I was just like you're right like I fucked up my schedule this week and I'm expecting all my friends to keep a schedule at exactly 12 (laughs) o'clock no it's I I, I like that you kind of framed it it's just like I give people way too much credit for like they have a scheme, right? Yeah. Sometimes we got to point out how like un- unreal reality based our anxiety 
yeah. is like mine is so reality based. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no. I it is sometimes too, but sometimes. no, absolutely. And that's actually something I've talked with like a lot of the the community members that I've been dealing with recently. Is just like I I especially in regards to paranoid delusions, and that is that like I understand that this is also backed by trauma. So it's yeah. like, it's hard to disconnect. Like, even though you know that it's a delusion, you're like, I don't think everybody's messing with me. You've had times where people messed with you. So like separating them two super hard, super hard. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're actually gonna take a real quick commercial break. We'll be right back with a smoke break. We're here every Sunday from nine to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Wednesday evenings at 9 p.m. Come explore the spaces between friends. DJ 1017 takes you into a universe unlike any other. From Pink Floyd to the Flaming Lips and anything else interstellar. The spaces between friends with DJ 1017 Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Come explore with us here on Shady Pines Radio. And we are back with the smoke break. Hopefully that's not playing right now and you can hear me. I am your host, your old pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon. What's poppin'? Zoe Schwartz. Hello. And Amelia Evans. Hey. Uh, so this part of the smoke break, uh, we, we want to talk a little bit about uh, pain in relationship to artistry. Uh, I have my own thoughts on it, but I'm actually more curious to hear yours. So, uh, Well, I was talking to Zoe about this a little bit, but I always feel like in comedy especially, there's this stigma of like, when you stop seeing somebody for a while, it's like, oh, they must have fallen in love. Like, oh, their life must be going amazing now because they're not showing up to comedy. And it's yeah. like all of us are broken, sad idiots or something. Yeah. yeah. And like, you're you not can't hurting. Possibly be yeah. one of us. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> and just like that, mostly because like I've recently started, like I'm in a new relationship and I'm like, congratulations. Just Congrats. like super in love. And everyone's, yeah. I don't know, I'm just like been gone for a while and sure. I'm like coming back in now and it feels like weird. Yeah. I'm yeah. like all happy. I'm like, what do I write jokes about? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, and I like that you bring that up because it's I've, I've definitely kind of noticed that in the past is that like it's weird with comedy because it's something that like we often create when we're feeling sad or when we're feeling stressed or upset about something. So like there is almost this jealousy from people who are all used to feeling that slash writing from that place, seeing somebody no longer in that place. Mm -hmm. um, it's easy to see someone win and feel like a loser. Um, yeah. But at yeah. the same time, you know, I can... I can understand that maybe there's a certain edge that we connect with, with a comedian or mm -hmm. uh, a rapper. I'll use Eminem, for example, okay. when he's on drugs and he's uh, talking about a bunch of things that are super inappropriate that I should not want to hear someone say ever. Um, they shouldn't write them. So that's it's that's on them. <laughs> right. right. It's his fault, not my fault for liking it. Yeah. Um, it's that's what I would go to him for. So when he gets off drugs, when he stops mm. rapping those same types of lyrics and then he's just a winner, I'm like, I don't 
care. Yeah. Not connected yeah, to like, this. I wanted. No. I didn't want comfort food from Eminem. Yeah. my sweatpants and run on the treadmill. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to yeah. freaking run from the cops today. What are you yeah, talking exactly. about? Yeah, exactly. I want to be offended by your lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? Not comforted. Yeah. Yeah. I want to have to turn this off when my grandma yeah. comes in. Yeah. yeah. Wait, exactly. But what about Snoop Dogg's new like positive affirmation song That's... though? It's kind of what's it called? I don't remember what it's is called. It, it's not. I want to thank me. Is it? Uh, that would be funny. One. That would be funny. I love Snoop Dogg. He, he so did a, his whole acceptance <laughs> speech for his star, his Hollywood star, was oh. like, first of all, I want to thank me yeah. for all the shit oh, I did. Oh, that's so for dope. For all the times I didn't yeah. give up. And mm-hmm. it, oh. Yeah, and then I, they put the music behind it, and you're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> He was like, you can do that. You can do that. You can congratulate uh, yourself if you work hard. Yeah, that's good, yeah. Mission to the do opposite it. of imposter syndrome yeah. where you can literally be like, yeah, you're right. Maybe I did the work and I should be thanking myself. Yeah, yeah. well, and I, I think that there's definitely like the the there's a separation with like people when they see us start off doing something and then when we tr- decide to do something different mm-hmm. you know it's like oh, it yeah. could be similar but if people signed up for you always being sad and then you get happy then it's they they have a harder time connecting with that because they connect like, with the sad you. i liked your sad brand better yeah but this yeah. is my question for the audience <laughs> Do you love being sad with me or do you love me? Mm. See, and think that, about it. Yeah. Think about it. Well, and the artist that you and you think about the artist that you follow, like I don't know, music or what people yeah. that you followed, that's brings really true for me. Cause it's yes. like you it's like you you want to go on the wave with them because they're a human to you, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. Could be that to our people that like us too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's Absolutely. A, that's a great point. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. So um, as far as like for you, do you feel like you do you feel less funny because you're in a relationship? Yeah. Do you feel like people feel like that? Um, I think it's like your audience changes kind of because you're sure. like, oh, well, now I'm in a relationship and I have all these like jokes about sucking dick and stuff. Like, are these ab- <laughs> like, can I still you can do can that I in still a relationship do these? too? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I once, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I once was a dick sucker. The like one, the one that I, I mean, do. I still am, but, but now it's a singular dick. <laughs> um, like, how do I tailor this joke for now? I need to keep like, the do joke. Do I have to? Yeah. Do I yeah. have to? It's exactly. Like is that like... a story that you still even want to tell? Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. See? Or it's still part of who you are, just because I mean, it's yeah, not who you are right now. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's it's like a weird dynamic that yeah. well, I kind of have to. I like what you said about out. kind of like trying to find like a almost a new audience because it's like at a point you were writing for that that single girl who's like yeah you know like I want to have fun I'm f- like figuring myself out and being able to like mm-hmm. write from that place but like now you're writing for maybe a girl who's in a relationship you know mm-hmm. like yeah. maybe you know like maybe you're writing for people in relationships just in general like that's w- those weren't people who felt themselves represented in your jokes before that can now enjoy you in a I different think way. Everyone can. Really to sucking dick, yeah. though, like, and if you can't, you should. And if you're in a relationship and you're in a relationship with a person with a dick, you should. Suck. <laughs> We're giving sex advice now. On this yeah, break. yeah, exactly. It's also mental health advice. Absolutely, if you think about it. Yeah, it's also mental health. health. <laughs> it's part of our, our whole. The life. cigarettes of the body. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> they're just, they're just. Okay. Uh, well, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was, but I liked it. My brain's going wild right now. Based I'm on like, what you just it's said. a cigarette. It's yeah. way more like a blunt. <laughs> like, what? No. We have painted quite the picture in my head. Uh, I'm sorry, audience. No. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, you're um, Second No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke, you guys. I Unless you that, want to. I hope that nobody was watching this stream until they came in at that part. 
just kidding. Suck a dick. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a term of endearment in Buffalo. It's a term of dick. We're turning it into one if it is. No, I swear it is. It's a love invitation. Okay, I was going to say, if I go to Boston and I tell somebody to suck it. Hey, Buffalo. I'm sorry. It was B and on the East Coast and I'm back. All right, we need to find a new guest because this one's leaving right now. I'm sorry. She's from Buffalo, you guys. She's a Buffaloian. Is that what they're called? Buffaloians? Buffalonian. Oh my God, it really is as cool. That's pretty dumb. It's me, the Snuffleupagus of New York. Zoe, like in your case, do you feel like that maybe there was a period where you were writing from a certain space and then once you came back, you were like, I'm not really there anymore? Yeah, I was going to say earlier when you were talking about the pun thing, like I can absolutely relate to feeling like right now all of my jokes like have been about because like, I've been single and I wasn't before when I was writing comedy and my Ooh, comedy's okay. gotten a lot more like kind of around that and it and it's kind of sometimes a cliche thing for like female comics mm-hmm. so I've been struggling with that voice of like whatever but then when I go and I do my jokes and I have a great set I'm like no this, I'm good at this that's why these are the things mm-hmm. I'm writing because exactly. I'm getting booked it, based on these exactly yeah. exactly but I do worry sometimes that I'm like alienating certain people mm-hmm. or that I'm coming across like a cliche or, just or a, a female niche comic, comic that always wants yeah. to talk about her pussy have you ever heard a male comic male com- yeah <laughs> exactly ever, yeah I was that's why I started wants shaking to talk my about head. their genitals and, come on yeah and I, I said that to somebody the other day another female comic I said it's funny how we let that get to us but like it makes sense why female identified people would like want to talk or maybe especially maybe people that were you know identified female at birth would want to re- resist this like we have to be you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're not even really allowed to talk about it outside yeah. of this, let alone like on a stage exactly. and like confidently and positively. Yeah. So I think it makes sense why women end up talking about sex on stage because it's taboo. I mean, it's getting less taboo, but overall sure. it has been for a long time. And I yeah. think it's funny when men are like, oh, you guys, it's like, whatever. You guys have had the stage forever. Dude, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They're up there telling jokes about their it's, vaginas. I can't tell jokes about my dick. Yeah. This is like inequality, right? I think inequality. the beef is that uh, the jokes about women's pussy typically are better. Better than jokes about men's dicks, unless it's not it's our fault. Jokes yeah. from women about the men's dicks that they have encountered. Yeah. That shit's so basically, what you're yeah. saying is women are just better at writing jokes than men. Agreed. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> in right. my experience, I've yeah. seen that to be true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> especially in Portland. Especially at least Portland. about sex, though. I feel yeah, like absolutely. I, yeah. Especially. In I feel Portland. like women have like more interesting takes, just especially because, like you said, we haven't been allowed to talk about it for so yeah. long. Mm-hmm. Like all of the male comedian takes on like sex and stuff. I mean, there's not. I don't last very not, long. Ha, not, ha, ha. not new things out there, but like, sure. there's a lot more new things for me and Zoe to find out. And yeah. like, to, for other, yeah. like, there's just more playing field. Yeah. There's more platform. And I got for smaller sexuality. legs, so it'll take me longer to run across <laughs> it. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh, I, I I can I can I guess I can relate to the the I guess the aspect of um like being like so there there was like you guys know that Amanda and I dated, right? So yeah. like before that what? I was like yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Malik. Um <laughs> but yeah, like like when, when her and I dated, like I was, you know, I was the sad like comic before that, you know, and then I was just sad with a partner. But like it was it was definitely like trying to find an audience for the the new things that I was feeling and the new things that I was experiencing and and realizing I guess really that like we are still funny but like the ways that we are funny can grow yes. you know and like because the the jokes about you being single if god forbid this relationship where I'm not putting it out there but yeah. if it weren't those jokes are still relevant mm-hmm. and the jokes about being in a relationship are things that like you can also say like hey when I was in a relationship you know and you can call back to it so it's yeah. it's more b- about building a per- portfolio you know than yeah. it is about like being a 
yeah, I, I guess like judging too strongly, like where you're writing from now. And yeah. the art can be like a time capsule yes. too. Yes, like, mm -hmm. um, thank you. The, the music that I used to make was very much like someone who's desperately trying to get through depression mm -hmm. and addiction. And after like telling that story, mm -hmm. now it's like, okay, well, I'm in a different place and I don't necessarily know what's next, but I can look back and be like, well, I know it's not that. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Yeah. No. <laughs> and that's, I think that that's really awesome. Cause I've, I've very similarly too. like, I originally, when I started writing music was like from a place of, I want to rap about the things I can't joke about. And mm -hmm. so it was always coming from a place of like, just a lot of, a lot of hurt and pain yeah. and, I could release another EP that's like that, or I could just show the progress of like, okay, here's, you know, me having grown. Here's mm -hmm. me having looked back and reflected on all of these things. And it's like, I think what we were kind of talking about earlier was, you know, like people like to see that growth. People want to yeah. see that. Like, if yeah. do you love that I'm being sad with me or do you love me? Mm -hmm. So and if you're also trying to like recreate previous eras of mm -hmm. like your art, you're going to end up like flanderizing yourself. Yeah, it comes like across playing. super inauthentic. What is flanderizing? Oh, is... thanks for asking. Yeah, I wasn't uh, sure either. So yeah. it's a term uh, that <laughs> is From The Simpsons. No, it is, yeah. It's in reference it to the character development uh, cycle where they'll give you a character, uh, they make the character well-established, probably, you know, mm, a deeper character. I know what you're talking about. And yeah. then, yeah, throughout time, writers change and they just start to make the character less of whatever it is that they are and uh -huh. more just whatever that situation requires happened to Patrick from Spongebob mm -hmm. um, a lot of secondary characters experience yeah. that um, but yeah flanderization okay yeah, I that's like a that. sweet ass word that's I've never heard that word. that's good yeah, yeah. Um, alright so before we wrap this up I just wanted to uh, just go around the circle real quick um, and ask what was this even in reference to <laughs> What do you mean in general? The, the whole the whole topic. Uh, we're at we're at one minute. We, we can make this. Pain art, and art. Pain and artistry. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Where are we? So yeah. seamless. Yeah. What well, welcome to the break. Smoke. Um, oh. No, but like in in reference to like artistry and like pain and stuff like that. Um, what do you think is the the thing that like you're most excited about to be out of that pain? Hmm. I think I'm excited just to like experience life in the meantime like I don't have to always be making art yes. constantly to be an artist right. and like you are an artist like a comic a rapper a musician like mm -hmm. whatever even if you're eating dinner like e even if you're not doing comedy every night like you're still that thing because it's like just part of you so yeah, you can't absolutely. get too caught up in oh well now i feel happy now i feel sad like oh like a fucking human being yeah like okay yeah. get after yeah. it bud yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect that was perfect all right cool well, we're gonna take a real quick commercial break we'll be right back with the smoke break we're here every sunday from 9 to 10 a.m on shady pines radio as well as pretty dope experience radio Patches, come here, boy. I love Patches, and that's why I love Patch Dog. Hey, Dad, were you calling me? No, I was calling the dog Patches. Yes, Father? Oh, not you, honey. Patch Dog makes custom iron-on embroidery patches. I can give them my design, and in a couple weeks, I've got custom patches. They can be of my daughter Patches, my son Patches Jr., or even my dog Patches. Yes, dear. Uh, no, no, that's Patches, my wife. I'm just making a commercial. And because Patch Dog loves you so much, use the code SPR10 for a 10% discount. Yay. And you know Oh, they've got that free domestic shipping. For more information, check out patch.dog and fall in love with patches like me. Did you yes, dear. Oh, no, I'm making a commercial for patch.dog. Ah. 
And we are back with the smoke break. <laughs> uh, we're back with the smoke break, and it is one of my favorite parts, and also one of Zane's favorite parts, the joke break. Yeah. And we are going to uh, ask a question, and that question is, when someone asks you, what are you thinking about? And you say, nothing. What are you actually thinking about? Mm. Damn it. So you're always so intense. <laughs> Make it funny, guys. Good luck. Yeah. Amelia's got something. Yeah, got something. Okay. I'm thinking about all my chores I have to do and all the <laughs> things that are on the floor in my room and everything underneath my bed that I haven't organized and how the sink, there's all this like soap that's piled up underneath the soap dispenser, but I can't clean it yet because it's just soap. Like, why would you clean it? It's soap. Just like it just anxiety. <laughs> it just immediately. So I'm like, no one needs to know this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> stuff you don't want to say out loud. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like, do you typically just think about responsibilities? I feel like I should be. Mm. When you're not, when you don't okay. have anything. Like when thinking. I'm home, I'm like, oh, I'm finally home. Yeah, totally. Why aren't I doing things? Mm. Oh, but I'm like, oh, I just need to sit here on my phone for five and a half hours and then I can do stuff. Like, Okay. Like, I'm glad that you give yourself that five and a half <laughs> yeah. hours. You have to. <laughs> a good five and a half yeah. hour yeah. reset yeah. after can, work. <laughs> the, best, the best time to sit on your phone is after your shower and your towel. Yeah. Or like, in the car when you the, get it, the when you scroll up. Or at sit work your car for an hour. shitting. Or after Ooh, you're shitting. On the like, clock. Take a shit and I, then pull out your phone. My favorite thing yes. to do is go on lunch, clock back in, and then go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. I was just clock. saying that. If you, was just listen, saying, everyone. This I don't know why. This is free game. Yeah. If you go to the bathroom right before or right after <laughs> your <laughs> lunch break, 15 extra minutes. Yeah. So, That's how you stick easy. it to the man. Yeah, yeah exactly. And to the bowl. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Fuck capitalism. Life hacks. We got them. We got them. We got these life hacks, son. This is like, I've heard people say this for a long time, though. Like, I feel like that's a consistent thing. It's a, thing it's a people consistent talk about. way that yeah. people feel like we're, it's okay. It's our passive aggressive way. Unless if you were fighting capitalism. <laughs> we're all passive aggressive. So, like, pooping what? on the clock to deal with capitalism. We've agreed. So, Amelia, <laughs> if your thoughts are always going to how to be productive, what happens if you're like, <laughs> I have to do my laundry, but like, your laundry machine is out, or for like, you can't do that for whatever reason, mm. and that's the only thing you have to it do. It feels like I got to call in sick. Okay. I'm yeah. like, forget it. It's like a snow day. It's like a snow day. Like, yeah. I would be at school, no, but there's no I would there's do snow. The dishes, so. But the water broke. Like, <laughs> so you don't particularly like desire to do these things? No, I just feel obligated. Mm. Okay. So it's I feel an obligation. Obligated. Okay. Even so, if I don't necessarily like have to do something, I'm like, oh, on the back burner, I'm like, I have these things that I should be doing mm -hmm. right now. Well, that's healthy because my first take on that was like, you're just constantly stressed. All the time, like I am. I'm gonna do this and then that, and it's gonna be great. And I'm, I love my life. We're not like that. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, I might have secret feelings that I'm not ready to reveal yet because I'm still processing oh, them. Mysterious oh, secret feelings. When I secret say nothing, feelings, I want you I... to figure it out. <laughs> when I say nothing, I'm working on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, oh, no. I accept that. I accept that. Zoe, what about you? What are you really thinking when, when you, you say, say nothing? Yeah, I think it's usually like something negative that. I I, like I'm already trying like we were saying like the self-talk like it's probably something I'm already being like that's not fucking true shut up Zoe mm. and then someone asked me and I'm like why are you trying to get me to say that shitty stuff out loud you know mm. like, <laughs> <laughs> I was already are you to working together yeah. with this person who's asking uh, yeah. about 
And then when people, if, and then the other funny thing is if someone asks me that and I say nothing, they're like, bullshit, dude. I've been hanging. You aren't ever <laughs> thinking about nothing. Like, <laughs> There's never nothing. I'm always fine. Like, anybody kidding? who's been around me significant knows that I have very little downtime they, in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the downside to like being fully transparent and having good relationships because like people know when you're bullshitting them. Yep. I can see it on your face that you're literally <laughs> thinking something. <laughs> so um, like what, what do you distract yourself with? Like if your thoughts are ever just too much mm-hmm. with the nothing thoughts, like how do you bring it back to closer to nothing? Probably not nothing, but how do you manageable something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I think like a big thing I do is I try to like talk back to the voice, you know, like, and I think like I was saying earlier, I think a big step for me was just even acknowledging that like that voice is not my true voice. That took no. years. Like I was in my thirties, I think when I finally was able to be like, that's not true, even though it feels true still sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's probably, I don't even know where I went with that, but that's- no, no, no. I, <laughs> I, I, I like what you were saying just about like talking back to that voice because it's, the, the way that somebody, I guess, framed it for me is just like, you wouldn't let somebody talk about your mm-hmm. friend the way that you talk about yourself. Yep. So it's like, if you would tell somebody else, hey, fuck off, don't say that about my friend, say that to you about you, your friend. Mm-hmm. That's a really healthy skill. And it's it's hard to be nice to ourselves. Mm. Um, uh, do you find that the thoughts that you think when idle, uh, and I guess that if anyone wants to answer sure. this, are your idle thoughts kind or mm. not so kind specifically as it relates to you mm. and what you got going on i think it's the old voice for me is usually unkind but i think i have a new voice mm. that is the voice that that talks back to that voice so i think yeah. it's like sort of determining which one is the voice your that, new friend stands up to your old friend exactly <laughs> yeah it's but just the fact that it's even not like i'm able to externalize yeah. any of it is huge for me yeah. because when you just take that stuff at face value yeah that's how, and it dictates the way you feel. So. Yeah. Well, and I, I really just like that, that you have that separation because you said my old voice, because it's like, instead of still identifying with that voice, you're like, no, this is, this is what old Zoe used to say to Zoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's huge. Yeah. I sometimes I can be pay- silencing it, but at the very least yes. you can like tell which is which. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can patronize it. Sometimes you'd be like, oh really? You're going to still say that old stupid thing. You're, exactly. Like, We're exactly. still doing this Zoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Bring you said something about that shit. earlier, like kind of like almost like downplaying the negative. Yeah. Or Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that because I mean it's it's uh, kind of corny and like I don't know stereotype it's it's cheesy to think but positivity like light love does hold more weight than mm-hmm. like negativity and more truth like if you tell yourself I suck at this and you also tell yourself like I could possibly get better at this totally the, yeah. the possibly get better like that's objectively true you mm-hmm. could objectively get better at this thing you can't objectively say you're terrible uh, you could objectively say you missed a few practices. That's yeah. fair. Uh, you could say you're not as good as you want to be, but exactly. And that's, uh, but we can always like change things around to get ourselves to where we want to be. Yeah. yeah. I thought um, this was supposed to be the joke break. This is the joke break. It's the deep fake. <laughs> <laughs> the way that I usually like to introduce the joke break is uh, it, sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's not, just like comedy. So. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you do always say that. That's a good introduction. And if, <laughs> it, if that one. were the case, I'd probably have been like, this is too amazing of a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to be laughing. Amelia's like, uh, yeah, I came here to hop I need you to preface it. This. <laughs> <laughs> so, Zane, when you say nothing, mm-hmm. what do you really think? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, man. Just even when you asked me that, I immediately got so anxious. Uh, <laughs> I felt it. Well, it's it's because I do like to be transparent and I don't like to lie to people. So I think I like to, to maybe say, like, I'm not ready to talk about it. Mm. Not that it's not something that I don't want to. And I don't want to, like, lie to people. Yeah, I'm fine. Because it's like that's... When somebody asks if you're fine and you give them that answer, like more often than not, they know what the answer is. They're giving mm-hmm. you a chance to answer it honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, denying them that answer because you because you're maybe embarrassed about your feelings or or, or whatever, I think that. It's not giving them enough credit as like a friend to who's obviously concerned about you, which is why yeah. they're asking. It's like, oh, they're just asking out of social nicety. Like they don't really care. Mm-hmm. But like in especially in like the circles we run and people do care. Like, yeah, yeah like absolutely. we definitely are very lucky to have like a great like Portland yeah. community of people mm-hmm. to absolutely. like look out for each other. Yeah. But it is daunting to be like, oh, yeah, somebody asked me how I am, but I have a lot of feelings right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how to do that. Well, and and I guess even trying to, like, find, like, a balance uh, between, like, being honest and oversharing. Right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, was, yeah. a lot of people yeah. trauma dump. And that's yeah. that's unfortunate because it's like there, there is a space between lying entirely mm-hmm. and telling every single <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's yeah, it's. So have you had a, maybe like a negative experience where you found yourself trauma dumping and didn't notice? Yeah, definitely a lot. Like I I now like to, and it's something that like we even talked about with Amanda, is making sure like, hey, do you have space for this? Yeah. Making sure like right off the bat, like, hey, do you have space for this? Because that gives people the opportunity to either say, yes, I do, or no, not right now. And I think that that, because we do like, be, or because I do that, like, I don't feel like I'm trauma dumping because mm-hmm. they yeah. have, have, they've made it clear that like, whatever I'm about to say, they've, they've. They've given consent exactly. to receive yeah. that energy. Exactly, exactly. And I feel like you make it safer for yourself too, because in like I need to, uh, one, I need to get better at that, Zane. So thanks for reminding me. And two, I think when you do that, then you know that it is a safe space to talk about the thing exactly. that you're versus mm-hmm. trumping dumping and then feeling worse because the person exactly didn't like, have was it that too much to or, give, or and yeah. then you're in like self doubt spiral of oh my gosh I'm being so much around my friends and yeah. they hate me secretly mm-hmm. and like everything is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, it's not a secret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my friends hate me openly well at least i know like that i can deal with it's wondering um but it's the wondering yeah yeah exactly it's the uncertainty that's driving me crazy yeah. but yeah I, I think just yeah like oftentimes like if if i do say nothing like there was there's definitely time like recently like with a couple friends um they were kind of trying to check on me and they were just like hey how are you feeling and it, i just i was like good you know and it was single word answer and it's something that I don't like to do. And then, like, as soon as I said it, like, I felt bad because I knew that they knew the answer to that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I think when somebody approaches you authentically asking you how you feel, like, that's your opportunity to authentically answer. You know, if you can tell that somebody's just trying to fucking mm-hmm. do the say the next thing. So the next dialogue options an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine, too. Cool. Uh, yeah, my answer to that question is solely going to be based off of, like, the energy yeah. Of when they ask it, mm-hmm. it's like in yeah. passing. Totally, no. exactly. Yeah, there you I, are. Yeah, yeah. Well, and if you said the thing you said about like maybe I'm not, I might not be, I might maybe. Would you said something about like not being ready to talk about it yet, yeah. or I'm yeah. marinating on it, or whatever? But maybe what if the other person was like, is there something I could do to make you like? Maybe it also gives you that bridge too exactly. when you say I'm not sure how to talk about it yet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like even if you can't communicate where you're at, like exactly communicating. 
like the the space that you're in, I think gives people, you know, at least they don't at least they don't think it's them, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like oftentimes if somebody's upset, our immediate thought is it's at me. Absolutely. And so if you can even just give them like, hey, it's not with you. I'm just I don't know how to express it. So, you know, just check back in and I can probably give you a better answer. Mm-hmm. That's good. Just yeah. give space to give space for people to know that not right now, but later for sure. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. What about checking on me, too? That's mm-hmm. what I would yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Malik? What's uh, what's what's uh, I think about everything, dude, like <laughs> everything all at once the whole time. Uh, I love that movie. I haven't, I just I haven't seen it. What are, every, everywhere, everything, all at once, everything, everything everywhere, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> Sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> Working on it. Um, uh, no, it's, I think that typically, typically I will be very transparent with what I'm thinking if mm. I'm having a conversation with someone that I trust. Yeah. Um, but if I don't have trust with someone, I don't have comfort with someone that I might hold back a lot. Yeah. Um, and so I'll just, my thoughts will spiral from, music to relationships uh to money um how much weed do i have yeah mm-hmm. yeah the top four the pretty you know, much yeah pretty much the, top the hierarchy four. of needs <laughs> uh the pyramid of mental health <laughs> yeah <laughs> sometimes food and rest are in there yeah, as well yeah yeah very um, low at the bottom though <laughs> but i think it's more than one specific thing it's more thinking about all of the things and then thinking about the over how overwhelming it is to think thinking about how overwhelming it is to think about all those things yeah Mm -hmm. then being even more overwhelmed so it's just a spiral yeah i don't think when i'm quiet i spiral when i'm quiet (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's why i have to have music at all times that's why i'd like yo for real this is a whole hour with no music you guys please uh be patient with me (laughs) well no like i actually really like that you said that because i was dealing with somebody who uh was schizo like schizophrenic and they were like i had asked them about like you know i was like like what do you enjoy doing and i was like oh do you like reading and they said no there's too much silence and that's when i hear the voices and mm-hmm. i was like oh shit yeah if i had I voices that's too. when yeah. i would hear them <laughs> that's, that, sure. that's literally yeah it's like when i have time to think that's when i think the worst yeah. so it's it's yeah that kind of distraction thing or maybe sometimes i'll just keep myself well i'll try to distract myself like if I'm, I guess this isn't as much in the context of in a conversation when someone asks what I'm thinking about, mm. but like if I'm finding myself overthinking in general, I'll just try to be active in any way. It most times will just look like playing video games. Yeah. It's like super accessible. I don't have to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're at least doing something. Your mind's not on the thing. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, stewing is, is definitely yeah a fast track to feeling worse. Yeah. I stew. I still. <laughs> yeah, getting in your body is a good way to get out of your head. Ooh, that's true. Like going for a walk, I do that, and then I'm in my body more. Like it sounds like video like games to take do a that. Shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that helps me to like reset, Just clear your mind. Clear my mind. I always have to have music though, or like a podcast mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. What what vibe of music? Are we talking like lo fi uh, or what? Yeah, I do a lot of lo fi for the shower. You say lo fi? That's what I thought it was too. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> we'll talk later. Yeah, yeah you, you need to talk to me as well because I've been calling it. Is it yeah. lo fi? I really can't. I, we, this is now a music a podcast. Well, apparently, majority rules, so it's going to be low fi Well, I'm questioning it. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I knew, and I said it out loud. We will be right back with the smoke <laughs> break. Uh, we're here every After Sunday from 9 to 10 on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. We captured the taste and sound. Only here. 
an open country. Sundays noon to one with your host, Anti-Vandal. Folk music with Anti-Vandal. We captured the taste and sound on this open country. Noon to one, Sundays, with your host, Anti-Vandal. Here on Shady Pines Radio. back with the smoke break we are here every sunday from 9 to 10 a.m on shady pines radio as well as pretty dope experience radio i'm your host your old pal zane here with malik rayshon <laughs> zoe schwartz hello and amelia evans hey we still don't know the answer uh are we closer are we closer uh, we're getting there okay all right well while we wait uh let's uh, let's figure out what everyone's excited for um oh, man zoe what Talk to I, us. What are you excited I'm for? I'm excited because I have more shows booked right now than I have in a really long time Congrats. or maybe ever. And all the way through March, I even have a show in March. So that hey, is that's, that's so very dope. exciting. Booked and I had a little March. where I wasn't. So yeah. What, what day in March? I think it's the 16th. Okay. That's really close to my birthday. Ooh, so if you want to like give me a free ticket. Yeah. Oh, Happy snap. birthday. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, is it a show that you've wanted to do for a while? Is it a newer show? Is it's it... actually the, I, I might be wrong about the 16th, but it's the Telltale Ooh, one. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Awesome. Yeah. So it's different than normal and it's going to be, yeah. So yeah. What's uh, the biggest differences? I, I have no idea. I haven't done it. So, have you guys both done so, it? So yeah, like I that's actually how I kind of got my job and yeah. stuff like that is the the person who runs Telltale uh is actually like a A and D specialist. And uh but yeah, they do like a so that person does poetry. Um and they that's actually with that shirt that I have that says get vulnerable, take no shit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's from that show. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so um yeah, the yeah, she's super dope. That's a really cool show, and I'm excited, excited for that. So, yeah, I yeah. hope we hope we can make it to that. Yeah, no, it's really cool. March 16th, I think March 16th. 16th. March Maybe 16th. March 16th. Yeah. I'll check with my boss. I also, do I work tomorrow? <laughs> Watch the show. Uh, shoot me a message. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hop in the Twitch chat. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's super dope. So you're looking forward to doing a comedy show. Um, what about uh, like in the during this month? Is there anything that you want to send people to if they're in the Portland area? Oh yeah, I'm doing a show at the Morrison Market on the 19th. Okay, and it's like the Harvey comedy showcase the or Portland up? yeah it should be real. and I haven't been to that venue but I heard it's really cool so yeah. I'm excited and there's a lot of other good comics on it too when oh, we're yeah. All good, yeah. okay cool yeah. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome um what about you Malik what uh, what are we excited for um I'm excited to uh be in the new year be in the um, new year okay okay I'm uh, I'll be transparent I'm not excited about a lot of things uh, okay right sure now. What are you dreading? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm dreading w- working through uh, age sixty-five. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm dreading working through some things that happened at the end of this year, the end mm. of last year slash mm. beginning of this year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. Last year was like the best year of my life. Sure. Uh, 100% best year of my life. Yeah. And it ended very, very roughly. Oh, yeah. Um, it's continued to be a little rough. Um, yeah. So I'm just trying to get back 
some some good energy for the year. Yeah, um, yeah. And well, and to, I appreciate yeah. you making it out today because we we ran into yeah. each other on the bus, and you were kind of yeah. like, "Yo, I almost just turned around." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. "I almost did too." I'll, I'll even talk about that a little bit. I was like, "So I'm waiting for the bus, and it was gonna come in like two minutes." Mm-hmm. I actually I'd seen it like at the intersection, and I was like, "You know what? I'm in like a really shitty mood." I feel like I can't do a good episode. I don't feel like I want to do an episode. And then I started walking towards uh, the opposite direction, towards my max. And I was like, I don't know why, but I actually don't want to not do the episode. Um, and then I got on the bus and I seen Zane. And then here yeah, we are. It's, <laughs> and it's been a great fucking episode. I'm Yay. really glad that I didn't yeah. uh, abandon you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you I you did great that. on the joke break, asking all the questions. Yeah. It, was, it was beautiful. So yeah, I'm really glad that you that you made it. And yeah, I can definitely relate on some days where I've felt like not doing this. But like the 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 opportunity to talk with my friends, even if it's not about the thing that might be currently bothering me, just feeling that camaraderie, camaraderie and validity in my own feelings, like mm-hmm. it it means so much. So yeah, I'm thank you for being here and yeah. sharing that with us. Yeah, thank you thanks. all for having me. I Absolutely. appreciate it. Absolutely, it's all of y'all that got me into yeah. here. Aww. Aww. we appreciate and all you. of y'all too. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew. All right, Amelia, talk to us. What are you excited um, for? Or dreading? Fuck it. Uh, well, the dread list is long, so we'll skip that one. Um, but I'm like looking forward to just like my new relationship and just like all the fun like firsts and stuff that happened. Yeah. And it's just been very good so far. And for sure. Lovely and fun. But I also have comedy shows coming up, but I don't have them memorized like the dates and stuff like Zoe. But I have them in my Google calendar and I'm not going to forget. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Amelia will be posting right after this. We'll share it. It'll be great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I do have, I feel like good about having shows to look forward to. Yes. Um, it definitely is very validating. And I, in the past, like, because we're, we were talking about like growth and stuff and mm-hmm. I'm also looking forward to like being a better advocate for myself because yeah. in the past I never would reach out to anybody and ask to be on their shows yes. yeah. and I have this weird stigma about it to myself to be okay. like oh well if they really wanted me on their show they yeah. would just ask me but mm-hmm. maybe they just literally don't like maybe they just forgot or yeah. yeah. Maybe they don't go to the same mic that you go to every yeah. Tuesday. They just and, go to a different yeah. one and haven't seen how awesome you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, or how, how, <laughs> how you are. How you <laughs> do. Yeah. No, I, but I am looking forward to like, just sort of pushing myself a little yeah. more and hopefully getting more and more shows. Well, even stuff. just having less imposter syndrome so that you f- feel comfortable advocating for yourself. Yeah, you and know? if you see me in March and I haven't done shit, you better like oh. give me a stern look. Absolutely. <laughs> and a, and a, a finger. And a little, yeah, hey, a wag wait a finger a at me. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, I was on that episode and you, you really said. I heard you Do and you haven't work? done shit. I haven't <laughs> seen one real girl maybe we should work on Let's some get, I gotta get real with yeah you. yeah that's yeah actually i do want to i do want to see some reels that way we can even share them through the smoke breaks and that's it. i'd be honest please 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 i'm so excited for it olivia from the comments says it's lo-fi she looked it up <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, you're a real one. Olivia Estrada. Yeah. I did you, did, you. Have you uh, nope. have you had a chance to meet Olivia yet? I feel like yeah. I, maybe I have. I know we're friends on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's a really sweet person, follows along with the show. Uh yeah. No. I mean Wow, I feel you like have, yeah. we're probably I think you did. Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because she came to that show that was at um the Rainbow Room. Rainbow yeah. City. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Y
as a cool can, menu. Like, can you explain why you thought it was low fee though, real quick? Yeah, <laughs> no, it makes sense because high fee, right? Like, like spelled the same. We're freaking lit. Like, uh, <laughs> the opposite, low fee. Yeah, that makes how sense. that actually how does make adorable a lot of is that sense. reasoning I, too? I, I, no, thought, that's I thought it was high fi. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. But I'm. I I don't I don't I, I don't know. <laughs> Did you ever say that out loud? No, I. I She's all, from the Oakland where I we feel like we just say like, high five. <laughs> you said you read it. I'm from Buffalo. It's high five. <laughs> <laughs> Do you listen to high five? <laughs> Uh, that's a lot. Or uh, lo-fi. Lo-fi. I only listen to lo-fi. Top of the lo-fi. I, I love your I love your explanation for it, just because it's it, that does make sense. Like I, I love mean, finding no a silly talk- explanation for something you clearly know is wrong, and you just like dig yeah, in extra like, well, hard. If you think about yeah, it. You could like, just dig in, like the person that was like, "No, it's Jif." Like just dig in. <laughs> Wait. Oh no! Oh no! No! Yeah! Yeah! No! Yeah! Yeah! I'm with you. Okay. I thought you were talking about uh, either popcorn or peanut butter, and I was, I was lost. peanut butter. I'm totally lost. But it's yep. Peanut butter. Jif. Yeah. Jif. Peanut butter. No. G- yeah. Gif. It's oh, pronounced. Yes. It's pronounced gif. Giffy. Yes. yes. But people yeah. that say Jif have like an. I'm like excited for. No, I'm <laughs> Saying what are what are you no, excited for? Besides, besides, besides high five. Send me a lofi jiffy later. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but like lofi, what are you excited lofi, for? Lofi, lofi. What am I excited for? Um, let's see. I'm excited for this new year. I'm excited, uh, honestly, for all of our guests. Um, have it starting off with like James Hartenfeld, having oh, you follow up the 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 people that we got lined up, the the people that Malik is going to line up as far as musicians know. and stuff. Like, I'm I'm excited for this year of the Smoke Break. I genuinely am. Um, I it's it's a show that like I've really I've really cared a lot about um, it's the it's my place in between music and comedy where it's like comedy I have to make everything funny music I have to make everything rhyme but I want to be more serious this is just a space where I can talk you know so super excited for that i um, excited for my new job really just like stoked on my boss honestly because like this last week um, I've been kind of like in a psychosis um, and for me that feels like just being disconnected from my body like like almost like you're watching it third person and uh, like it feels like a video game and it's it's Mm -hmm. the strangest feeling and it's something that like I forget that I experience until I'm experiencing it again and uh, yeah I I was just having like a really hard time kind of like just for like five days and uh, I I missed I missed work Um, and this is a job I give a fuck about like Mm -hmm. a lot so like there's there's two things I don't miss uh, and it's if I can help it and it's it's shows and fucking work and usually for those two things, when I have to show up, I'm like, all right, cool. We got to do the thing. I can do it. Mm-hmm. But like I, I went into work and I was like, literally like, I was like, okay, cool. Just, just happen to somebody else's head, you know, talk to them about their thing and you don't have to. And I was like, so disconnected from myself that I was like, this is literally the day that I can't do the thing on the day that I need to do it. Yeah. And, uh, my boss just had so much compassion, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was, it was so insane because it's like any other job would have just been like, I don't give a shit. I said, flip the burger, yeah. you know, but she's, she's literally just like, Hey, talk to me. Like, like we don't we don't even have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. You were late. You know, you're supposed to be somewhere else right now. Let's not even worry about that. Mm-hmm. How are you right now? Mm-hmm. And it's like it's so such a foreign concept to me, but it's it's given me just a respect for myself that like I realize I have to ask for in other parts of my life. Mm-hmm. For real. Totally. Having a good boss that like respects you and everything changes the way you mm-hmm. act as an employee in the future because exactly. you know what you deserve. Exactly. And you're like, I am not gonna put up with the bullshit anymore. Mm-hmm. Like and 
I'm so happy you have that yeah, right thank now. That's you. Thank you. Yeah. I got like yeah. goosebumps hearing you tell that. I was that. like, I yeah. want a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, that's awesome. No, I, I, I appreciate it. Every boss should make people feel that way. That's how I feel about my manager. For real. No, that's awesome. And I'm glad that you also have that. And I'm, I'm hoping that you find the same with your, with yours I, as well. I so far, really like the person really? I'm working for a Look lot. So yeah, makes we all have cool. Oh, yeah, and I, I've, we, yeah, huge. Your boss that's was on the show, anomaly. so yeah, like we were over here pooping on the clock. Just kidding. We're not going to yeah, do that yeah, ever yeah, again. Exactly. No, no more pooping. At our old yeah. jobs. <laughs> My boss poops on the clock. He's cool. Oh, I forgot. He's I salary. Said that. <laughs> you can afford it. <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah I, I i really like what you said about like the way that your boss kind of treats you is is how you treat yourself even outside yeah. of that work is mm-hmm. because you have that respect for yourself because it's like a lot of times they're just when they treat you like a worker bee you tend to view yourself like that outside of that mm-hmm. yeah and yeah to to have those people that are doing that so yeah shout out to all the fucking good bosses like keep doing that and if not take some notes like yeah, yeah. let us poop on the clock yeah. you know I, give on. me a 15 minute poop break that you pay me for come on then i don't have to and do then it. i'll do a better job at the other parts or i'll do mm-hmm. or I'll two just, of them i'll it'll give be a myself full hour. my own 15 minute yeah i was gonna break. say it'll be a whole hour of just <laughs> and it'll be during the rush yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, oops, sorry, can't control it. It's this went from a promise to a threat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you if you don't care about me more, we'll <laughs> Well, that's been the smoke break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. I have been your host, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I've been your host, your old pal Zane, here with Malik Rayshon. Bye. Zoe Schwartz. Bye. And Amelia Evans. Bye. Later, players. Bye.